podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i am officer kevin oh hello officer kevin uh i am luigi you know everybody's favorite uh little scaredy cat a uh, taller brother of Mario, Luigi. How's everybody doing today? It's me, Luigi. You see, you sound a little, good, little bit more, good. more. You sound more like Mario to me. No, no. This is my. I'm from Brooklyn. This is how we talk. Oh, gay Brooklyn. Now? What? And you're gay now. Gay. Why does everyone keep saying Luigi. that? No, I'm just regular Luigi. Why does everyone... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it got to be regular? Why straight regular? <laughs> yeah, Grant. Damn, you, you you actually got me on that one. That's good. That's good. You're right. Well, I'm, let's give a, let's give a warm wrong. welcome to our guest yeah. this week. We have with us Sarantia. Welcome hey, back, Sarantia. Straight Sarantia. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. I love being on Thought Cops. I know it's been a while since we've had a solo Sarantia appearance. I thought we were overdue. Um, because you are the co-host of the loudest podcast, which we've been on dark side Jills, which we've also been on. So, uh, here we are today on thought cops. How's everything going with all of how many, how many shows are you guys doing? Cause you got Christery as well, right? Yeah, I think that's three, three total for me. One, two, three. Oh, you're right. Holy crap. Counting dark side Jills. We have to get you on for another episode. That was great. I love that. Oh, for uh, sure. I think the loudest part, the loudest podcast had started off as the Asterios Podcast Factory. And then people kept telling Asterios, no, you can't keep doing more podcasts. You got to do just one. <laughs> get, just do the one. And then he started doing the one. And then he's like, and also, we got uh, a couple other shows. And it's like, more shows? Whoa. Whoa. What's it like to have so many shows? shows? <laughs> uh, I lose track of them frequently, and I just wake yeah. up in the morning. Nico has to chase me down every month. Nico is actually really good, believe it or not, with scheduling. I'm terrible at it. I was going to say, I, I thought it was the other way around. No, that's, <laughs> that's what you how, think, that's how I always actually... <laughs> well, how about that? How about that? So, for those who are uninitiated, could you please uh, give a brief elevator pitch of all all of the many shows that you do, all three of them? Okay, well, my name is Sarancha. You can find me at The Loudest Podcast, theloudestpodcast.com. It's kind of just like a, just like a show me and Asterios do. We talk about BuzzFeed, we talk about the Try Guys, we talk about the Big Bang Theory, oh, that's God. pretty much it. <laughs> just all those the good stuff things. like that. Yeah, just those three things over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys are uh, Big Bang Theory apologists, aren't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty fucked. 
Can you say <laughs> one think- like no? Try to try to convince us here. Can you say one nice thing about Big Bang yeah. Theory and see how you know it bounces off of us? Okay, when you're on, imagine this. Close your eyes and imagine you're on your way to vacation. Mm-hmm. And you're on an airplane and you have no more work to do. Everything is done. Everything is paid for. You close your eyes. And what's on the screen on the Delta airline in front of you? It's a random episode of the Big Bang Theory from seven years ago. It's just, mm-hmm. it's got a weird nostalgia factor. If you uh, really Kevin's think holding about a it. gun up to his head right now. <laughs> well, Kevin, maybe, maybe just give it a try. You should give it a try. I have seen a handful of episodes I, I don't particularly like it but you know you you uh you guys talk about a lot of a lot of uh i don't want to say trash tv but i will you guys talk about <laughs> yeah. a lot of trash tv on that show you do over there uh 90 day fiance i know you guys love that and uh perhaps the trashiest of all tv uh from what i hear you and asterios have been like watching like season 20 of family guy or something yeah, we started from the most recent Family Guy and went backwards because it's getting more and more anti-Semitic <laughs> as we go back in time. Yeah, right? Oh, wait, no. Are you saying it gets more? Okay, the more you go back, yeah. I was yeah, like, the I more guess, you uh, go backwards. Like, every clip I see from that show now, I'm just like, it's just like the goriest shock humor imaginable. It's like horrifying shit. I can't believe it exists. Yeah, it's- it's really disgusting nowadays. Like, there's a lot of blood in Family Guy. They're like the most recent season, I mean. They you learned know, all I, the wrong stuff from Freddy Got Fingered. It just, it, it seems today that all you really do see is violence in movies <laughs> and sex on TV. It's like, where do those good old-fashioned values go? Couldn't tell you. Saying. Your turn, Grant. Have Have you seen the Trump guy episode yet? Have you been acquainted with the Trump? I know we talk about it all the time, but have you seen it yet? <laughs> no. What is that? It, Peter Griffin fights Donald Trump. Like he works for him in the White House, and they do like a like the chicken fight, the chicken brawl. They do that, but it's Donald Trump. Oh, he rubs some crazy. of his face makeup off. It's it's crazy. Oh, you're gonna love it. Asterios, yeah. we were actually talking to Asterios about doing a live show with both of you in Chicago where we just sit on stage and watch that episode and do commentary. That <laughs> will be the will, only way I'll pay. watch that episode. <laughs> that's, yeah, if I'm that's, getting paid for it, that's how I'll watch that episode is if I'm getting paid for it in half a bottle of Malort Deep. Yes, and then we can definitely make that happen because we, Don't we, uh, Grant and I, we watched that with Nico multiple times. Like that, that it's like that upwards first time, of ten times. I'm sick of it at this point, but we can't. It's it's high art. <laughs> that was on. Like, say what you will about the actual show, but that was such a fun experience. Like when we were just like losing our fucking <laughs> minds. Like, just like I just remember how that felt, and just like all of us just being like screaming at the craziest shit that could, you could ever fucking see on TV. I mean, you guys have a one for one track record on recommending me media. Uh, I stopped in the middle of like an airplane ride to watch. A tamers like i paid 50 dollars for internet to watch a tamers premiere on an airplane once wait for a second i thought you were like 
I thought you just like switch from like Big Bang Theory and the airplane also just happened to have old episodes of Tamers 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> Oh, five. yeah, no, Tamers 1, 2, 3. No, it was the episode with um, the premiere of the Halloween episode. I think it was about three years ago. Tamer. Uh, okay. I saw it was premiering and I was about to run out of internet, so I had to redo it so I could watch the uh, pumpkin bitches. <laughs> I had to like hide well, it under uh, my sweatshirt. I would say that's money well spent. Just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, good. exactly. Yeah, you don't want to show up on uh, someone's TikTok and someone's like, hey, I'm filming the person in the row in front of me watching. Uh, what is this <laughs> Sonic with huge ass cheeks? What they're like basketball size big. What's going on with that? The Why is this person watching this in public? Is watching Sonic porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just out in the uh, open. Uh, Sonic's pregnant? What's going on here? Who's Am I Bartleby? the asshole for watching pregnant Sonic porn? <laughs> Never. <laughs> On an yeah, yeah, the answer point. is always no. The answer oh, yeah. is always no. Uh, but let's get to a little bit of a housekeeping of our own. If you're listening to this episode, you can watch it over at youtube.com slash thought cops. Uh, follow us on TikTok for uh, creep videos of people on, airpo- on airplanes or yeah. our episodes or clips from the show. You can just watch those. Uh, rate us on Spotify and iTunes. Give us a five-star review because uh, I assume it helps us somehow. Yeah, and whatever. Uh, check out our Discord server. Uh, scroll on down to the episode description. We have a lively uh community of people talking in there where uh we had a lot to say about the mario movie today which we'll we'll be getting to that later and you can see you can let us know what you think about the mario movie by joining the thought cops discord server today (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's it uh anyway let's move on to some two minutes of hate grant yeah i forgot i wrote a whole thing last week let me see if i can uh get it this time uh before we get to this week's news stories there's a there's a little segment we like to do as a warm-up for the ensuing psychological warfare of the 24-hour news cycle where each of us participates in a ritual observance called two minutes of hate where we like to rage against any uh annoying trend in a current you're right kevin this is hard uh (laughs) different annoying trends and occurrences we witness online i also made that way too wordy but uh i'm sticking with it that's fine it's good you know. It's good. Okay, it's good. All right. Uh, yeah, speaking of you. good things, let's talk about bad things for a moment here. Uh, oh, my good. two minutes of hate this week is a gifted child discourse. Like I, I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing people who are like 39 years old and like posting these memes about like uh, the gifted child to whatever pipeline. And it's like, how the fuck are you still riding on the high that like? You got put in the class for smart kids in second grade and then probably got bumped back down in third grade. Yeah, what's the fuck? I have seen people talk about that. Like, they really attach themselves to the fact that they could, like, read a chapter books faster than everybody else when they were in third grade. I know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like, you know, people always have, you know, there was always the, you know, you know, stereotype of these people who peak in high school, like, oh, yeah, these yeah, yeah. Captain, captain of the football team is never, you know, can't right, outlive right. his glory days. And then you have these nerds on Twitter <laughs> who are just like still like chasing the high from second grade. Peaked at the red table, didn't even make it to high school. Jesus. And uh, I just I, I can't believe how many fucking, like I said, memes and just, I you know, viral posts I see where it just. People who are like way 
way too old to still be talking about like being a gifted child. It's also like so self-congratulatory too. It's just like, oh, and also I'm really fucking smart. And I was really smart from a really, uh, really young age. Cool. That has the same energy to me as those people that are like posting memes about excessive reading in childhood is a sign of like uh, depression or something because it is it, it exactly, does feel yeah. very self-congratulatory like oh look at me I uh, read more magic schoolhouse books than you that's like I see like like you know like you mentioned uh, like the depression thing like it's like the gifted child to depressed socialist Marxist uh, <laughs> pagan witch pipeline it's just like oh good you are glad one of those exists. That's that's just called mental illness. Back in my day, that's just what yeah. we called it. Well, it still is. We just don't. Uh, it's not the verbiage we use any longer. So I would say, um, good punishment for the people. For the people who listen, if you were a gifted child, that's fine. But if you're still talking about it and you're going on forty, uh, this is for you. You have to. You get. You get Billy Madison. We we send you back to school, and we see how well you do. And it's it's uh it might be kind of surprising because you might see that you're not as smart as you used to be. Sometimes you go back to school and you're actually dumber because you forgot all the stuff you learned. Yeah, show your daddy you're not a fool. Yeah, I was trying to remember how the hell, how the rest of that went, but I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Well, that's the only other part. So, well, nobody does it like the Sandman. Yep. But, uh, Sarancho, what is your two minutes of hate for us this week? Uh, my two minutes of hate is people on Reddit that have child-free weddings and suck their own dick about it. Uh, uh, if you don't know, uh, Reddit people are obsessed with child-free weddings for some reason. I don't know why. Like... Uh, <laughs> I, I, in theory, I understand, but it's, you don't throw, people are always like, oh, you're the, you're the bride. You should get exactly what you want your wedding day. Like, you don't throw a party just for yourself. I feel like you throw it just as much for other people. And if you're going to have a child free wedding, I feel like you should be damn sure that your guests either are going to have an option for childcare on site or that they're going to yeah. have a place to just dump their kids because what are the other like people on Reddit if you read these threads they're mad that kids just exist <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like, what, I was what thinking. do you want them to do with them it's like you you want somebody to fly like across the country for your wedding you're probably paying for the tickets and then you also have to like pay a babysitter because Somebody doesn't want to see a child when they're getting married. Like, what the fuck is that shit? What's going on over there? Right. Like, I get, okay, maybe you don't want kids to have to sit through your fucking Catholic ceremony. But, like, dump them in a Sunday school. Give the a 15-year-old in your family $50. Dump all the kids in a Sunday school room. There you go. That's, like, their afternoon. They win. They get to eat and don't have to sit and watch, like, their aunts and uncles get drunk. You have the kids out of the way. But, no, these people are, and they're, like, proud of it. To the people I see on Reddit that have child-free weddings are, like, crusading for their right to have a child-free wedding. They're, like, so yeah. mean about it for no reason. Like, oh, I told my sister. She 
better not come to this wedding if she brings their kids. And she was all like, why? What jo- What weird, sick joy do you get? Like, why are you so proud of the fact that you can't handle a couple of toddlers at a party? Like, it's who is like, it's not the bride or groom's responsibility to watch the kids so i'm wondering like what is the logic behind this because you mentioned like getting trashed and stuff like is that what it is like they don't want to like have to worry about like being drunk around kids or is it just a thing that you can post on fucking reddit about and say that you had one it's definitely one of that but also i I think yeah i think it's a little bit of column a a little bit of column b but it's also like i guess they don't want children to like scream or interrupt during their ceremony which i don't know how much of that would happen yeah oh no (laughs) also i mean i don't this is like i don't i don't have children i have cats um and i i get that like they're both you know they're they're about equal right yeah Um, Try and keep the cats from screaming. So let Abby like, Shapiro hear you say that. Just, <laughs> She's fucking mad. She's fucking angry. She wrote like this whole big long video about why pets are not the same as babies. Like anybody on earth actually thinks that. I absolutely think that. And the only reason I think that is because there's people that hold that opinion. But um, yeah, like what? whatever. Um, but yeah. There's there's like a weird thing, I feel like, especially in American culture, and I don't think that it necessarily exists like in other countries, but like the weird hard partitioning, like with the way that we treat children and like what we expect from children and that we all expect them to be like these savage monsters that just scream and piss their pants all the time. And so we like treat them like that. But because we treat them like that, they all act like that. And then you go to like a normal country and you like if you watch like a documentary of of schooling in like France or the Netherlands or anything like that, the kids are all just like quiet and they're they're just like little adults and it's weird because i'm just used to seeing just like chaos like i grew up as a child in chaos and then you see children in other countries and you're just like why are you guys just talking to me like you're normal people like i the amount of like friends my sister has my sister like is like a tour guide slash teacher and she has friends from all over the world and every once in a while we'll like oh we'll go to london and we'll meet up with whatever her friend is and oh he'll bring like his two daughters with and they're just like little adults and it's like what's what's with kids in this country that like every kid has like ADHD and they're all just like bouncing off walls and shit like that and it's like like I I that's not in favor of like the child free wedding shit that's almost just like I I get why people are like like that but it's also feeding into like this weird it's like perpetuating this idea that like children are just insane I don't yeah, know. Why I don't... does every kid have ADD? Why is that? I don't spend <laughs> I don't any time around children, but why do they all have ADD? Like, I, I, who doesn't uh, have I mean, I don't have probably ADD. Probably something to do with, like, sugar or the, you know, we're all getting poisoned slowly and more and more each generation. <laughs> I'm sure it's the fluoride. Yes, thank you. I was sure yeah. it was the fluoride in the water. <laughs> My, well, uh... Yeah, that's my two minutes of hate, and I think they should all be sentenced to everyone that's ever had a child-free wedding should have to sit for at least 100 years in purgatory, and the only people they can talk to is other people that have had child-free weddings. 
sounds awful. But but they're but all in they the bodies it. of toddlers. Yeah, but they're all also in the bodies of toddlers. It's just weird the things that people are like proud of online. You know, it is. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, speaking of uh, being weird. proud, Grant, what is your two minutes of hate? Oh, don't you can't call um in in today's in Trump's America you can't call a man proud right now. I, it's putting a target on my forehead. Um, my two minutes of hate. I we've probably talked about this. Uh, this has probably come up numerous times, but I have a different different angle for it. I had like a existential crisis. Uh, taking a shower one day, thinking about all the negative videos I see online, and. I feel like, I, and this is inherently a negative show, you know, we we start with two minutes of hate and then it just goes downhill and at the end we're just like, oh, what's a cool thing you saw? And we're like, oh, I saw the trailer for the Mario movie and I hated it. And it's like, you All know, right, whatever, no, that, there's so something to be relax. said about that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I feel like it, it's it's one of those things where it's like I feel like I'm one of the more negative people I know. Like you put me in a group of people, and I just like I don't want to talk to people, and I don't want to hang out with people, and I'm just inherently depressive, and I I don't want to like joke around and stuff. I'm just a negative person, and I think like okay, I I get that, and that I put out whatever energy into the world. And so be it. But I'm sort of grappling with it in my own way. And I have my own way of like doing things and saying things. And then I just like scroll through TikTok and it's all just videos of people like screaming about their opinions about things. And I think that there's like a lot of injustice in the world and that there's a lot of bad stuff. But it just feels like everything's just Lately, it just it, like everyone's dunking on everybody. Everybody has the parlance of like a, a professor, like a higher learning professor. Everybody has to utilize the language of like uh, actually the whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, like. I think in my head, oh, man, what's wrong with me? I did therapy for a number of years. I'm the way that I am. I know why I'm the way that I am. And then you look at like people who seem to be like normal, quote unquote, people, and it's just like the entire internet's just everybody being negative and screaming all the time. And it's just like, what's wrong with same how I was talking about like children in other countries? It's like, is this just like also like the adults? Is it just like everybody's fucked up? Is society inherently sick? And yeah. that like we all feel the need to constantly just like bitch about things online and start fights and then only uh, only argue with the people that are you know whatever the one person that left a negative comment on your video you got to start beef with them and you do back and forth and it's just like man or am i just creating yeah. this reality no is i think just... that is a real thing i think that's a real thing and i think it's because of the pandemic like the past three years it has made everybody yeah. like so extremely online that the way that we interact with each other in all mediums is now fucked up I think permanently, right. maybe. Yeah, not not th everybody yeah, was supposed right. to be this way. Only some of yeah. us. <laughs> a very small population that was like not <laughs> yeah. good at sports or school, <laughs> and now it's everybody. Exactly. Right, exactly. There, there is that aspect, and it it does feel overwhelming. And I've probably brought this up on the show a number of times. It's a two minute of eight. It, it's it's sort of like a like an annual tradition i feel like at this point where i just go man i can't i can't deal with it anymore i'm looking too deep into the void and the void is looking back at me um 
And it, it is just one of those things where, like, that was the realization, just like, this is how fucked up I am in my head, and I know it, and I'm aware of it, and this is the energy that I think that I put out into the world, and I don't think that it's that bad. And then I watch everyone else, and it's just like, man, is everybody else feeling, like, worse than I'm feeling at all times? Like... Because if that's true, that's, like, harrowing. The idea that, like, there's just millions of people out there that are all just, like, w- like doing that bad is, like, <laughs> terrifying. Well, you know, Grant, you mentioned, like, negative videos. I seem to remember at one point on this show, you told me that you would fall asleep to, like, videos of, like, f- people fighting each other. Like, fight you. Yeah, like, that's like, good. What was it that you just call them fight videos or was it like, yeah, fight it wasn't videos, like, yeah. like, what, <laughs> Wait, like what was verbal that like? fight physicals or physical altercations? Yeah, physical altercations. Oh, okay, great. Like uh, twitter.com slash best fights. <laughs> oh, I love and, those. Yeah. yeah and you would, you would put this on to sleep. Well, I would just watch a, a number of different random videos to fall asleep to. That would be. You know, because it's one of those things I've had, like, pretty bad insomnia for a lot of my life, um, and I would just get addicted to my phone, just, like, scrolling through things, and you get that, like, adrenaline high from watching someone punch someone square in the jaw, and then you're like, yeah, I gotta stay up and watch more of this. Well, do you think there's a similar phenomenon with people who are watching others dunk on each other? It's like fight videos, but without the blood, I guess. Um, it's like fight videos for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly. Actually, I'm going to argue with you about uh, unionization in the United States. Actually, they are good. It's like, where's okay. where's the blood? When are you when are you two gonna? No, because uh, I'll either I'll say... beat each other up or fuck already. Come on. I think that the juxtaposition doesn't work because now you're now you're seeing a lot of internet personalities that have beef online that just like fight with each other back and forth that are now doing like professional boxing bouts and stuff like that and it's like that sucks yeah you know yeah yep 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 um the last positive space on the internet the last positive space on the internet grant is you need to when you're feeling down about the world check out any video on youtube that is just 10 hours of one song on repeat and check out the comments those people are the happiest motherfuckers in the face of the planet because the only people that visit those videos are people that really really like the song that's playing so they'll sit there and like just write these big long loving diatribes to like the artist I don't know. Everyone, you'll scroll far enough and you'll hit a slur or something, and uh, like, well, yeah, that's gonna happen anyway. So yeah. That'll happen. That's the thing. I don't want that happening everywhere. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, oh, I don't want to see like a bunch of slurs all over like a random uh, like YouTube. Uh, comment section that people are like uh well that's uh, just the free marketplace of ideas it's like just let me <laughs> let me have one like positive thing please i just want one space i want a safe space is really it i just i want i want not not the constant psychic barrage of 
hateful shit because that's that's all i feel like that's all it is it's just like it's negative it starts off negative and then people respond to the negativity with negativity it's fighting Mm -hmm. it's fighting fire with fire and my punishment is that everybody gets a big uh tesla brand flamethrower and just have it out just burn each other alive then we can all uh rebuild society from the ashes of the phoenix start over yeah Yeah. make sure you have wi-fi though you got to be connected to wi-fi to use it Anyway, let's move on. Uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories and then sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and quite often unusual punishment. Uh, I wanted to bring in one thing that I saw on Twitter, a thread about Halloween, or I guess uh, maybe October just in general. Let me see here. Because as we all know, it's the spooky month. The spooky month, you know? We're and, still doing um, that? I, I yeah well I guess so but this guy's actually putting a stop to it so I'm gonna I'm gonna read at least <laughs> oh, uh, good. part of this thread here because this went around. It says liking the month of October is not a fucking personality trait. Wish y'all would shut the fuck up while nobody gives a fuck about the month of October. Y'all just <laughs> sit there and praise the fuck out of this month like it's the best month in the world when it's <laughs> fucking not. Sometimes I wish some of you dumbass losers would fucking get lives, dumb nerds. No, this guy is like going in on October. I don't know if something this is happened like to him. A ten tweet thread. Oh, there's no. This there's is more. exactly what Grant was talking about. By the way, like, why are you yeah. so fucking mad at October? <laughs> I mean, like, we we kind of like ri- like well, we ironically said the whole spoopy thing, and it's like, okay, it's a little yeah, bit like whatever, embarrassing on a small scale. But I also like, you know, I got you. You got to find something to enjoy, you know. God damn. You yeah, know, let uh, people let people enjoy things. <laughs> I can't believe I just fell into that on my own. Um, yeah, but yeah, he says here there are there are personalities to find off the internet. Uh, yeah, y'all sit here and grasp on any fucking thing you can find to make yourselves look different, and that shit is fucking pathetic. Sometimes it's a, it's okay to take a fucking break from this shit. I mean, I would say that's probably like, you know, maybe that's what this guy should be doing. Um, yeah, taking a break from just the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like like I said, we, we've all had a laugh at the expense of this sort of, you know, personality at some point. Do I sure, like Halloween? Sure. Yes, I like Halloween. I like costumes. I like candy. I like the fall weather. Uh, am I about to go, you know, make it my whole thing? No. Do I want to kill people who do that? No. Also, no. <laughs> this is like the I like thing how though. that's a new thing. It's just sentencing people to death who like things that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, pretty just much. On the uh, thought, thought cops did it first. Um, that's true. That's real. I do uh, see. Th- this is like to an extent what I'm talking about because it's like again, I I probably agree with the level of passion that this guy has towards it like i'm sure that like i've i've regurgitated the sentiment in like normal conversation just like yeah what the fuck oh people that make october their whole personality uh, i'm sure that i've like reflected that but it's like it's a whole other thing to write a fucking diatribe a manifesto on this just put it out for the entire like world to see also, like, you what's know what? going just, on in this guy's head? I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm sick of people saying you're making this your whole personality. When I, I don't think I don't think that applies in many situations. 
Like, is anyone really making Halloween their entire personality? I don't think so. No, just for October, I suppose. Also, People just, just like he, he, Halloween. Yeah, he chose, like, I don't, let me see. I'm going to do a control F for Halloween here and see if he even says it. Okay. He does say it once in the 10 tweet thread, but everything is like October this, October that. It's all about October. Fuck October. And I'll read one last tweet here. He says, Deadass can't wait until you all get a fucking grip and realize none of this shit matters. Y'all don't go around saying spooky season in real life because everybody would the laugh fuck your ass the fuck out. They do no, the they same don't. fucking thing on the internet to all of you fucking losers. Laugh you out of where? Twitter.com. <laughs> I wish that was possible. Dumbass. Yeah. I'd be gone a long time ago. Yeah. Not really? So yeah, I like I said, I don't know if some traumatic thing happened to him. Um, he sounds like October. he's having a bad day. Yeah. I think maybe his punishment should be uh, go take a walk. It's nice outside. You got a cool, yeah, crisp breeze. Uh, go play hey, I got some one. leaves. Go, and, go and get a pumpkin it. spice latte. And try trick-or-treating if you get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Mario movie. Okay. <laughs> We're all waiting for it. Um, Sarancha, did you see the trailer? No, was it good? How the are you living under a, a, a freaking rock? The trailer's been out for three hours. You haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I have not. Wait, we can pull it up and we can watch it. Should we? Should we all? Pull yeah, it let's up and watch, watch it. it? All yeah. right. Behold, the king of the Koopas. And here's Bowser. Wow. Uh, voiced by Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. Open the gates! Sounds pretty good. Yeah, that sounds he's, good. He's, yeah, he's not doing his typical Jack Black thing, you know. Thank God. I wonder if Bowser scats it all. Oh, boy. The penguins are throwing snowballs at that Bowser. What a taste of our fury. Do you yield? <laughs> I do not. And Bowser destroys their castle with his fire breath. Hundreds of penguins dead. Now who's gonna stop me? That one's perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! Mushroom Kingdom, here we come! Yeah, I just hear Chris Pratt. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, what do you guys think? Uh, I thought Bowser sounded pretty good. Yeah, he did. Is Chris Pratt not going to do the Italian accent? No, and uh, you know what? 
I don't mind it. I actually kind of like it because it's like it, it's kind of like a mix between like mm. Mario and like remember like the the old like the kind of give him like that Brooklyn accent a little bit like from like the kind of like the cartoons and stuff. The trash cartoons, the bad cartoons that everyone yeah, made the fun of. Ones. Yes. Oh but, yeah. Like, I, I would be. I would be. Listen, I love Charles Martinet. You know, I know his voice. I love it here my whole life but like it would be like for a whole movie of like wahoo yippee and like even hearing that voice like form a whole sentence i don't disagree with you but also like i i I don't know couldn't they have done better than chris pratt he sounds just like he did in the fucking lego movie yeah he does have a very generic voice he has no range yeah i i don't I don't know. I know that when this thing, like when they first announced the casting call for this movie, it was like the biggest thing on the internet in months. Just everybody, everybody posting that black and white. It, right? Yeah, they were like making fun of Chris Pratt. Then Chris Pratt also got cast in Garfield. And then Chris Pratt was like, I'm actually sad that nobody likes this. But you know what? I don't hate it. I actually, like I said, I kind of wish we could hear a little more of Mario. Like we heard a lot of Bowser, but like Mario had like two sentences and it was also kind of drowned out by the music a little bit. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I can't tell if he's going to be annoying without like at least three lines of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Also, people are trying to figure out like, so the movie, when we see Mario, he shows up. That's presumably his first time uh, in the Mushroom Kingdom, right? He seems like yeah. confused. Where am I? And uh, I was like trying to like figure out the lore for the Mario series because I'm like, because w- okay, we see Yoshi's Island. Wait, hold on. Is Baby Mario Mario when he was a baby, or is he separate entirely, like Mario's baby? I, I know There's nothing of Mario lore and canon. <laughs> well, so I I did I had to do a little bit of research because. I made a uh, I made a TikTok video where I said, uh, actually, I believe that quiet quitting is a big problem now because it seems like uh, Chris Pratt is just quiet quitting his acting career in front of everybody. And then someone commented something like, I get where they're going from, where they're going with it, like, you know, with always oh, trying to do like the Brooklyn accent. And I said, yeah. I don't know, it just felt uninspired. And some guy got in my comments and said, uh, Mario and Luigi are from Brooklyn. And I was like, no, they're from the inside of a computer. And so I had to Google, like, to validate myself, I Googled, like, is Mario from Brooklyn? And then this is a contentious issue because, of course, it is. Um, and people were like, well, that was the lore, like, starting off, but then the lore sort of, like, changed as they continued making them. And now, canonically, Mario is from New Donk City, which is related to Yoshi's Island. So if Mario grew up in New Donk City, but he, like, had his adventure with Yoshi, but also that they're just, like, actors in a big stage play, and that none of it really matters. And it's a game where you jump on people's... Yeah. You jump on people's heads and eat psychedelic mushrooms and have a fun time. So, like, what what does any of this matter? I mean, see, the angle I was coming at it is like, okay, the first game Mario was ever in was Donkey Kong, right? Very obviously not, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom. But, like, somehow he ends up there, right? He has to, but he has... I think he was born... 
in the Mushroom Kingdom, and he was transported out to New Donk City, where he palled around with Luigi and Donkey Kong. And then whenever this movie is, that's him showing up in the Mushroom Kingdom uh, again, I guess. And that's why Why? in Mario Odyssey, all the other human beings in New Donk City don't look like him because he wasn't born there. In the games, why would he be from Brooklyn? He has powers. Like, and he seems to be pretty adept at using them from the first chapter. That doesn't make any sense. They're not from Brooklyn. Well, you haven't he, been he to Brooklyn lately by... because I saw a guy the other day uh, throwing fireballs with his fists and jumping 20 feet in the air when I was hanging hey, out the other day. I'll, I'll clear, this, I'll clear this whole mess up. If okay. Mario was really from Brooklyn, he'd have a podcast by now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sorrento, you guys have Brooklyn? Branch. Yeah, we do. Okay, well, there you go. Joke makes sense. <laughs> there we go. He'd be a, a leftist. He'd be yeah. a union plumber. He'd be making TikToks about uh, social justice. And Peach and would lifting. be on Red Scare. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, so reception to this is actually... Seems pretty positive. I I think because everybody had very low hopes and expectations, and they just good. sort of whoop, walked right over that very low hurdle of the pass. And yeah, it's just I mean, like, it okay. was inoffensive. It wasn't like awful or funny. Like it wasn't bad in a funny way, like the first Sonic trailer was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, like, this is yeah. like in the Sonic movie. Remember the first one when he's in Mobius and like he's running and stuff? And it's like, oh, this actually looks kind of cool. And then it's like, oh, that was it. Just 10 minutes at the beginning of the movie, if that. And then he makes friends with a cop and they drive around all movie. And that's it. I wonder if that's going to happen in this movie. I I made that uh, I made that prediction. And I, I don't know if I hold to that anymore. Um Although my prediction also that uh, Chris Pratt was just going to do like a normal Chris Pratt voice was pretty much spot on. He did like a little of an accent, but like, man, man. I mean, you can't. No, you can't do if you're a celebrity as big as Chris Pratt, you can't do an Italian accent unless you're really, really good at it, which he does not seem like he'd be. He just has, like, such a distinctive voice, and it just sounds like he's putting no effort into it. And I feel like, again, Jack Black is giving it his all because that's all that Jack Black has to give. And I'm sure that, like, Charlie Day is probably giving it his all because, like, Charlie Day is, like, while maybe not being, like, a great actor, he is, like, a very energetic person. And I just feel like I... Did y'all see... uh, Well, um, I don't know how much... Y'all, so I, I watched the Nintendo Direct and like beforehand they like introduced it and they introduced Chris Pratt and he talked yeah. about it and he's like, yeah, I grew up playing Mario. I never stopped playing Mario. <laughs> I was always jumping on those Koopas. And it's like, did you have to yeah. think of you were in the movie? You had to remember the word Koopa? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is the, the di- did the dialogue not include that multiple times? I guess. Yeah, I, I saw that, and it's like, I don't know, like he's, like you said, Chris Pratt, he does have a distinctive voice, but at the same time, it's also very generic, too, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah so I was going to say. Distinctively generic, yes. I would describe his voice as very generic, just like a, like, if he wasn't famous, I could I would not be able to place his voice anywhere. 
Right. Like, I remember, yeah, when the Lego movie came out, it was like, oh, cool, the guy from Parks and Recreation is in the Lego movie. And then now it's like, yeah, yeah he's he's in everything. He's in everything. Um, honestly, and again, I said this, um, I think I said this. I don't know if I said this. Say that I said this. Um, sure. Is that, like, Ben, ben Schwartz did, he did a good job with Sonic. Like, 100%. I think that, like, probably maybe some of the best parts of the Sonic movie were like some of the voice acting, uh, oh, Sonic sure, voice yeah. and yeah. tails voice knuckles. I'm sort of back and forth on, I don't know. I didn't you love called it. This baseball. <laughs> I just, maybe Ben Schwartz should also do Mario. Like, I think he's, he's actually, I think good at it. So we just, yeah. I, that's a good punishment. I say, let's go with that. Uh, it's not too late. The movie's not out yet. We could barely even hear what Mario said. So let's just get <laughs> Ben Schwartz in there. He clearly knows what he's doing. Right. And imagine... And they, they could redo the Sonic movie that fast. They could definitely add a part exactly. of Exactly. Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about more cartoon news here real quick. Apparently... Good. Velma from Scooby-Doo is a lesbian, according to... My dad... My dad texted me that this morning, so it's gotten to the boomers. I assume Tucker oh. Carlson had a segment about it or something. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I believe, is having Kanye on his show tonight. I saw oh, some. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a so, thing we could have talked about on this show. Kanye wore a shirt that uh, said, White Lives Matter. Uh, punishment is, uh, no, we don't, and uh, we're all going to kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we'll show you done and done. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Velma, I, I don't know. It says, I guess that. So I, I didn't know that James Gunn, he directed the original Scooby-Doo like, live action movies. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, so I couldn't verify it. But Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I never, I never did watch them. I, I never was really big on Scooby Doo to be honest. It was one of those things where whenever it would yeah. come on TV, that theme song would like Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? I just like I get that off. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I I agree. And yeah, um, and like that terrible laugh track too. <laughs> or how much but of the one, animation they reused? Yeah, exactly. One thing though, I was like thinking about recently, like Scooby Doo is like the rare IP that has remained uh, popular with kids of multiple generations for like fifty years now. You know, like right. Scooby Doo came out what in the sixties or seventies or something, and like you know they they released a new movie what like last year or the year before that or something. Oh yeah, and oh kids, kids still like Scooby Doo. I guess so. Yeah, it seems like I mean they're wow. still putting out Scooby Doo cartoons, and they're still you know it's just weird because it's also like the way the characters are all like dressed and look and stuff. They're all like very much like caricatures of like nineteen seventies stereotypes, like Shaggy and the Stoner and like Fred and everybody. Uh, even like the way Velma's dressed feels like very like uh, I don't know mod or something. Well, but, yeah, Fred. Yeah, Fred's wearing a fucking ascot and like yeah, no, they they are still like. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. Uh, Velma Velma always struck me as kind of fruity. This seems scanning and compliant. Yeah. And I guess yeah, that, yeah the sure. reason I brought the James Gunn thing is I guess he tried to make her uh he tried to make her gay in the original movies he did. 
back like 20 years ago, I guess. Um, though I guess like, I don't know, she dated Shaggy at some point. Maybe she's bi. I don't know. But either way, she seems to have a crush on Either way, keep it away from my children. Yeah, for real. <laughs> is this what they're, they're trying to get do? it. Trying to teach kids it's safe to just go on a mystery? Come on now. <laughs> a mystery with your sexuality? Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna take the mask off that culprit. Zoink Scoob! <laughs> it's the it's the Kinsey scale. I'm having <laughs> the gay thoughts again, Scoob. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I just had a bad thought. Say it. No, you know, Say it now. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> do you think that Daphne and Scooby ever hooked up? You know, Man. white ladies and dogs? I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> you made me say it. I, I, I thought about it and I was like, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to fucking say it. It's like <laughs> so repulsive. Yeah. Well, I, my mind didn't make that up, so... Well, you that know what? That's where, too, right? That's where yeah. things are heading. This is a slippery slope. Uh, Although today, I think, I think that there's Velma like has a crush on a girl. Tomorrow, they're all fucking dogs. <laughs> I knew that um, dog specifically, just Scooby. I knew that talk. Grover Norquist was right. Is that a guy, Grover North Norquist? What was that, Grant? No, forget it. Um. So yeah, what's the because uh, aren't they doing another live action uh, Scooby Doo and isn't like Glenn Howerton in it and aren't they making what? Velma like Hispanic? Isn't that a thing that's happening? Uh, soon? I don't know, but should I be angry about it? I, this is the first time I'm hearing <laughs> it. How mad well, I think, should I be? I think because they uh, swapped the race of some of the characters, people are mad um, because, of course. Oh, I think that's it was the world uh, we live in. Okay, so Mindy King is doing a Velma TV series, it looks like. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. I don't I don't think I'll be watching that, but that's fine. Whatever. Anywho, yeah, the punishment is they all get to fuck Scooby. Let's move on. Uh, let's, do, let's do one more story here. Grant, should we talk about Elon Musk or should we talk about that there's a new Eminem? I didn't read anything about the new Eminem, and also I didn't read anything about Elon Musk, but I do know, I think that they're forcing him to buy Twitter. And I know last oh. time we talked about this, uh, we had said, hopefully this is the last we'll hear about Elon Musk in the Twitter saga, but it's continuing on. I think that they're forcing him to, because they... They like uh, a judge like subpoenaed his texts and he said that like the things that he was saying about the bots were like bullshit that he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying that just to try and get out of the deal. Hope it works. And I think that it's not working. And I think that they're enforcing it in court that he does have to buy it. Good. Hope so. he eats shit. Hope he eats absolute shit on that whole deal. That's funny. Glad he shot his mouth off. Good luck uh, saving the free speech with that uh one billion dollar uh, sink with with that one billion dollar uh, user base that's entirely mentally ill. Every single person <laughs> that's on it, present company very much included. Yeah, wait, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the M and M? I'm actually looking at it right now. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever, I don't care. What's te so Kevin? Tell us about the M and M. So she's purple, and yes, I said she problem grant no 
No, I don't. You don't have a problem that really the new M and M's a girl? Okay, fine. I don't eat M and M's. And candy uh, also isn't people. Purple joins the company's other characters: red, yellow, green, brown, orange, and blue. I thought they had names. I guess they're just colors. No, their names. names are I the colors. I think their names are the colors. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that trying to like? They're trying to teach inclusivity, but it's like black, white, brown, black. Like you just the, you're all you're just the color of your skin. Uh, no, yeah. I don't know. So I guess that the uh, let me see. There's a little video here on Instagram. I'll, this M&M M&M looks chat. fat. Well, maybe that's uh, the point. I don't know. So I I just sent you guys a quick video. Actually, you know what? Let's meet our newest member. Oh, I just the three second thing. I don't understand why people are mad because like the the article I clicked are on was like mad? people are yeah they're mad that it's woke. I'm not even kidding. Why is it woke? I don't get it. I am trying to figure it out, and I am like struggling to find. Is it just because of other M and M's? Is it because she's wearing like uh like boots instead of heels? Let me. Or is it because okay. they're trying to fill out the rest of the colors of the rainbow so that it's like the uh, the flag? Is that it? I don't know. She's a. Uh, I don't know, man. This is actually kind of crazy. Uh, like I don't name understand. Is she just, purple. I don't understand what this has anything to do with inclusivity of any oh. kind. <laughs> Sorry, I was fucking loud at this from here, that from my headphones. Okay, so all I know is she just she just dancing and she just says, like, I'm just gonna be me. Okay. And then people are okay. it says uh people are claiming that they're shoving their politics down people's throats. I'm not I don't understand what this has to do with any Hold on, I have I have an article up here. It says OAN host enraged that Eminem has added a transgender purple candy to their cast, but I don't know if is that I don't know right? if the Eminem's transgender. Oh, the Eminem is trans. How do we know that? I don't see anything like is, that. Is here. purple? Is purple? I just found it on Google. I just typed purple Eminem, and that was one of the first things to pop up. Uh, is purple like the? trans color because i know uh bisexual lighting color is uh pink purple blue is purple have some sort of significance that we don't know because i don't think that they're saying that it's specifically i i feel like i'm having a stroke it's like i i'm like i I feel like i'm in (laughs) a dream yeah no i'm so deep in another article (laughs) trying to figure this out like all the people are like it's candy people come on doesn't have to be political. If you're um, wondering if the newest addition to the Eminem crew was forgiving, rest assured she is. When asked, do you believe in second chances? She responded, yes, and third, fourth, and fifth ones, too. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this Eminem? <laughs> I, so there's a quote here in the article. It says, I don't eat candy with a far-left communist agenda. <laughs> I'm so, so like, I'm I don't reading, know where they're finding any of this stuff. I'm reading uh this is the publication LGBTQ Nation and I was scrolling through this article and it says now conservatives are worried that the M&M is transgender. So I'm I'm guessing based on that verbiage that nobody has said that it's a transgender M&M but that I, I also feel <laughs> like I'm having a stroke right now. Is- I think this is made up. I think this is just one person tweeted something stupid and now people are 
disseminating it because that's what news is now is one person tweeting something dumb yeah I just don't understand I don't understand at all I think it's because like okay maybe they're saying because like you know she's like it's like I'm just gonna be myself I'm just gonna be me and they just assume that that means something they don't agree with maybe maybe she's saying like oh i'm conservative i'm, I'm just gonna be myself i'm not afraid to be conservative right yeah don't think know. about that here's yeah, another really quote don't. it says purple is open about her occasional discomfort in the spotlight quote you might say i'm awkward and hey i would agree she croons she's pretty awkward the chorus chimes in i think even worse than her having some sort of a uh, nefarious leftist agenda is that uh, she sounds pretty basic. Yeah. Like awkward. Oh, I'm so awkward. Oh my God. I'm awkward. Like fucking. I bet she also candy, says, <laughs> I bet she also says that just happened and I did a thing. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually on the side of these guys here. This is total <laughs> far left yeah. communist propaganda and it's candy. Okay. Does candy have to be awkward? <laughs> yeah isn't the orange m&m already awkward we do we need two awkward m&ms i thought it was anxious i don't know if he's oh, awkward i, I guess he's that's kind of awkward isn't it yeah it's both, uh, I think. Can, it's like, you can do like a venn diagram yeah no he's just worried all the time i mean worry can be awkward but that's more of a, a horse pulling the cart than the cart pulling the horse you know <sighs> anyway well, I do you think do you think that Eminem's just like paid someone at OAN to be like, hey, if you guys talk about our candy on your show and say that it's transgender, we'll pay you a lot of money. Yeah, I have yeah. no doubt in the world that happened. I would absolutely do that if I was I, I should work in the marketing department of these companies. Just be like, hey, just uh, advertise on Fox News and say that it's woke. You'll be in the news for like a week. Does anybody Star feel bad for the Republicans, though? Like, I feel like they I don't do feel need bad for Like, I, you know, they're kind of being pushed out of the, you know, candy industry. Is there a Republican candy? Is that like ba no, but Baby Ruth? I, I feel like Baby say, Ruth something is like a... stupid like Charleston Chew. Well, no, like, they, they need their own M&M. to something like Nilla Wafers. Yeah, maybe. They need, maybe well, they like, need candy uh, with, like, personality, but it's candy that's like, you know... Racist, like the mascot, phobic. Yeah, <laughs> well, each, that's it. That's it. That's it. They're like they come up with their own M and M's called something else, and like one is racist, one is homophobic, one is xenophobic. Like M and M's, they're all a different kind racist. of bigot. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they could buy Skittles and do do that. It's I don't the see whole uh, the whole thing when people are like, oh. You guys keep putting diversity in your movies, but uh, have you ever heard of diversity of thought? And here's my diversity of thought. I'm a Nazi. And it's like, <laughs> uh, so they, awkward. yeah, maybe they do that with <laughs> Nazis are so awkward, dude. Uh, I'm doing the turtle thing. Oh, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Turtle. Yeah. We all know and love the awkward turtle. Uh, let's move on, though, to our key to the city. Something yes. nice, something swell. A chaser after all that po uh, that politics garbage. Uh, my key to the city to Neo-Chicago this week goes to Joel Haver, uh, the YouTuber Joel Haver. And yes, this is the second time 
I'm giving him a key to the city on the show. What? So, so sue me. Well, guess what? I'm giving it to him because SNL stole one of his comedy sketch ideas. Can you believe it? SNL stealing a joke? Hmm. No. Never heard of that before. How dare Tell they? me more. Well, it was the, the so, like, Charmin bear. Yeah. He had this, like, like I mentioned, like, he, he does these really specific, like, they didn't steal the art style, but his videos have a very specific look to them. But he right. did this video where it was about the, like the family of Charmin bears. They're, you know, the blue bears. They talk about wiping their butt. And then like it's yeah. a mom and dad and the son and the son says he wants to go to college for dance. And the dad's like, no, you know, we only wipe our butts in this house. It's what we do. We're Charmin bears. And then SNL did a sketch this past Saturday where all the characters dressed up in big blue Charmin bear costumes. And there's a mom and dad and the son. And the son says he wants to go to college and study dance. And the dad says, no, we wipe our butts in this family. <laughs> it's like classic like how what were they thinking like i understand like some, like he put out a video uh like a response video that was actually pretty thoughtful because he did comment where he's like you know parallel thinking does happen sometimes people may see something they have a similar idea but he's like i don't know how this could happen but instead of complaining about it uh he decided to like shine light on a bunch of other like small creators that he's known for a long time because he knows people are going to be watching his videos like, ooh, I can't wait to see what he says. Because that's what I was doing. I'm like, I can't wait to that's see good. him dig in. And yeah, he decided to use his platform of uh, controversy to promote some other people making some other cool stuff. So uh, Joel good guy, Haver. Joel Haver. He's got yeah, that uh, that roach in his mouth and he's doing the, you know, the uh, meme, the good guy, whatever. He's got a hat on, I guess. I don't know. No, Good that's Scumbag Greg. Steve. That's the opposite. Oh, yeah, oh no. my Greg. Yeah. So fucking stupid. He's just <laughs> smiling. It's the bald guy. Yeah, Cut yeah. That's yeah. Caught that out of the episode. God damn it. Embarrassing. Oh, man. Anyway, Sarantia, what's your key to the city? Uh, my key to the city this week is Twitter.com for locking me out of my own account on every platform except for my phone. I can now no longer okay. access my Twitter.com account ever again on any platform except for How? this cell phone right here. Uh, because I am, I fucked up entering the password so many times and the email is associated with an account that no longer exists. So I can never get the recovery email again. So the only oh device God. that it's logged on to is my phone. And it's been great. It's been the best two weeks ever. <laughs> uh, I okay, check hey, Twitter hey. never. I feel awesome. I feel good. I just don't sit around and doom scroll all fucking day at work anymore. It's great. Thank you, Twitter, for freeing me from these shackles of just constant information. Yeah, you know, that doesn't sound too bad, actually. Yeah. Kevin, you can just delete Twitter if you want. <laughs> yeah, but then what? How? What would I be talk about on the show if not for like? I can't though. I'm I'm fucked in the brain. Like I can't uh, knock it from my phone. Like do the last cut the last cord because I'm still uh, addicted to it. Well, it's good. Yeah, you I gotta mean, be addicted to something. I guess so. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant, what do you got? That or fentanyl? Um, that or heroin? I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, my, uh, key to the city this week goes to, uh, my favorite band, fentanyl. the Mars, the Mars, fentanyl. No, my favorite band, the Mars Volta. Um, yeah, they got they a new album put, out now, right? Yeah. They put out a new album, uh, pretty recently, a couple weeks ago. 
it's good. I like it. And also there's this uh there's this interview with them um that's on Apple Music. I'll throw a link in the chat. This that's meaningless for anybody uh listening at home. But if if you're listening at home, uh there's this hour-long interview that, of course, I listened to all of uh, on Apple Music. It's like this DJ Zane Lowe, and he's interviewing them about, like, because, like, about 10 years ago, they, like, broke up and stuff like that, and then they yeah, started yeah, making music say, again. Yeah, when's and the last it's, time an um, album came out? 20, 2012 or 2013. It's been, like, 10 okay. years. And, um... It's it's cool. I I think that like a lot of like not only just like their music has been very influential to me, but I w- I remember like watching just like tons of like their interviews and stuff like that when I was in high school and college and stuff like that. And I feel like that was very formative for me. And so like coming back to it like 10 years later and like hearing them talk again and stuff like that was like illuminating in the the concept of like how like artists age and stuff like that and like yeah how you can do it in a way that feels like um like not like you're trying to grasp onto the old days sort of thing but that you're trying to like age in your own sort of like your own way and your own sort of right and stuff like that and how like they were like coming back to like the very simple ideas of like why they started making music and like who is important to them and stuff like that. And it was just like good to, it was just like good to hear and good to listen to. And I feel like there's a lot of like importance in a lot of stuff that they were talking about in this interview. So if that feels like, uh, it's worth checking out, then I guess check that out. And if not, then, uh, it's at least worth that and then also check out uh the new album if that's something that people are into what's it called uh it's just called the mars volta they self-titled the newest album Ooh, fancy Cool. cool so well let's let's move on to this week's educational portion of the show our thought cops word of the week uh this this week's thought cops word of the week is greenwashing uh, it's when you have false claims that your company or product are environmentally friendly. When you slap a green, you slap a label on something that says it's healthy for the environment. Turns out it's uh, filled with microplastics. That's everything at this point. We're all yeah, fucked. really. We're so fucked. Before we do get to our final segment of the show, which is our listener voicemails, uh, Saran Chef, you could go ahead and plug everything you got: your Twitter, you're not allowed into your podcast, all that good <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, the best way to get in contact with me is Instagram.com slash Sierrancho, S-I-E-R-R-A-N-C-H-O. You can find me on Twitter.com at delete your account, the number one. I'm never tweeting again. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, and you can see me every week on the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. It's on YouTube, Apple, Samsung, whatever the other one is for people on the Google Play Store, loudestpodcast.com. Listen on your Excellent. Samsung fridge. Yeah, you listen on your uh, ThinkPad or whatever those ones they gave you in <laughs> high school. Yeah, Grant and I, Grant and I have been on uh, those shows multiple times, so we can recommend it. And hey, check out our episodes. Yeah, good stuff all around. Yeah, check out the Metaverse episode. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, where we all stood on top of each other. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll uh, include links to all that stuff in the episode description. Um, so scroll on down and check that out. 
Let's get to some listener voicemails. If you guys want to leave us a voicemail of your own, give us a call. Our number is 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. All right. I just want to say before we before we start the voicemails, should I save best for last or should I start with best? Um, um surprise me. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, here's a voicemail from Nico. Okay. This is Rick because he sent me this uh, picture that was like, um, you know, with uh, Ben Shapiro and Gerard Way and My Chemical Romance had a baby and what it would look like. And um, I hate I hate that Ben Rard Waypiro is kind of a baddie. So um, punishment is uh, Zwick um, needs to have permanent juggalo face paint tattooed on him. No, because I'll never look at him again, and we have <laughs> to work with him. So hey, he might like that actually. Yeah, it sounds like it. Doesn't he have his own name tattooed in his penis or something? Something like uh, that. Something, yeah. something absurd like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, has anybody uh, done that before? Like, gotten like j- the Juggalo makeup fa- like tattooed on their face? Oh God, I'm sure one person has, and that's horrifying to think exist. about. Yeah, to think think about that. It does exist. Oh, <laughs> Let's, uh, Let's move on to the next one. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Leonard. Um. I'm calling in to uh, uh, to participate or, or perhaps get the role of, of, of Super Mario in the Mario World uh, movie. Um, I noticed that you guys weren't asking for Italian actors, so I thought I'd put on my, my best Mario impression okay. and, and see if maybe perhaps I can get a role uh, in this upcoming movie. Uh, consider this kind of my demo reel, guys, uh, but this is my best Mario impression I can put on. Uh, to, to, to go ahead and land this part in this movie. So I've got some Mario quotes lined up here. Uh, what do you think of my impression? Game over. Thank you so much for to playing me my game. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mario time. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for everyone who made this a moment possible. The princess of Peach, my right-hand man, Luigi, and the best advisor in the business, Toad. Ooh. Ah, Luigi, <laughs> you saved Mario. Way to go. Number one. Anyways, guys, I really hope this impressed you. I'm really looking forward to getting into the business. Uh, this would be a great opportunity for me, and I really think we can sell this Mario movie if you gave me the chance for the part. I know I can do better than Chris Pratt, guys. Thank you so much for That's your That's true. That was better than Chris Pratt. That was way better. Night. Get back to me as soon as possible. Well, all right. I would say thank you for sending that to us. Uh, maybe send it to Hollywood next because you're ready. <laughs> I think I think you're ready. You're Hollywood ready. You got the you got the part. In my opinion, I, I can't. Did right. you guys get hired for the Thoughts Cops dub? Maybe you could throw that guy a bone. Yeah, yeah he'll, uh, uh, he'll get thrown a bone. Definitely. Sounds like a guy that might be our nemesis, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move on to another one here. Hey, Thought Cops. Long time, no voicemail. Uh, I've got an internet crime that I'm really upset about. It's, it's whenever I'm watching a YouTube video and then suddenly the YouTuber goes, I would do X or say this, but I don't want to get demonetized. It's like nobody, nobody asked you. Like you could have just gone without not doing the thing you said you weren't going to do and not mention that you wanted to not get demonetized. 
It's really annoying. Do something about it. Okay, bye. Oh, thank you. We will. You know, I know this is like a really shitty take to have, and I don't fully believe this, but whenever I hear YouTubers complain about demonetization, it's like, bro, you, you get money from YouTube videos. Like, why don't you count your blessings? I know, I know that people want to make a living off of that. I know that's wrong, but that's just my knee-jerk reaction when I hear that stuff. It's just like, if you were able to make money off of YouTube in 2022, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care about demonetization either. But I know, I know and, what he's saying too. And like these guys always have to like, you know, have this sort of coy remark. Like, well, I, I want to say this, but I'm not going to. But I'm going to dance around it. It's like, okay, cool, man. That's badass. You almost got the amount. You almost didn't make uh, money from your video. I um, just say it. I get it from a couple different points of view because I do follow a lot of like independent media channels on YouTube, and they will sometimes say like. Hey, we we want to talk about like the topic of abortion, but every time we bring up the anytime we say the word, like we get demonetized or something like that. So either like either we have to talk around things like, you know, like we're talking to a room full of children about like sensitive subjects sort of thing or, you know, we'll just like take the hit sort of thing. And I know that that was like uh, that's been a big criticism of uh you know the the cancel culture people is like yeah it happens to everyone like a lot of us talk about things that are controversial and we all face some level of demonetization and like just because you talk about something and like they take down your video that you're not getting canceled it's that like this is just how the fucking system works and it sucks but like we all have to operate in it and either you can grow up and fucking deal with it or you can you know act like a baby so or you can go get a real job <laughs> Yeah, or you can go get a real job. Like a gas work at a gas station. Quit quit complaining about your little videos. Yeah. Let's hit the next voicemail. All right. Um I'm gonna play this one. Hey Thought Cops, this is Still Protects. Just wondering what your guys' favorite non Trump episode of Family Guy is. Oh, uh but I do wanna know what Sirius's favorite American Dad episode is. Sirius isn't on this episode. Dilbert. I can tell you what my favorite episode is. You want to cover that? Family Guy is. Well, I don't watch American Dad, but I've been watching uh, Family Guy. And I did like the one where um, Stewie becomes Brian's personal trainer. I think it was like in the most recent season. It was one of the most recent ones. And uh, he's got that other, I guess Stewie is like canonically gay now. He's got that rival yeah. at his preschool that turns out to be an even bigger douche than he is. I thought that was good. Yeah, Stewie is canonically a big gay baby now. So, now good on him. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at some of the episodes, like... I would say for sure, if I had to pick one that I maybe liked somewhat, it would definitely come from like the first few seasons. Um, oh, I forgot about the question that he asked. Uh, he, favorite Family Guy? Yeah, episode. Probably, uh, I agree with that. The first few seasons before it got canceled, when we all wanted it back. Oh, when when you wish upon a Weinstein? Is that an early episode? It was the one that was 
they uh, Fox said it was too anti-Semitic and they wouldn't air it. So when Adult Swim would play reruns of Family Guy, um, they were allowed to play that episode. So that was like everybody was so psyched because Family Guy was canceled. But this is the one time you get a new episode. And it's the episode that was called When You Wish Upon a Weinstein. That one's all right. Uh, I'm looking at some of the other ones here. It's it's kind of, I haven't watched the old ones in a long time, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Look who's I, too I, good for 2022 Family Guy. Yeah, guilty. Yeah, I'm also guilty of that. I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I really can't remember a single episode off the top of my head. So, uh, What about that episode when they sing that song like, I know this house is freaking sweet. I don't even, I don't know. They get like, they, they do all blur together. Yeah, I mean, they kind of do. You know, so, it's not about the yeah. plots. It's about the segues. Uh, I watched Family Guy for the plot. Um, I can start this last voicemail if everybody's ready. I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead. Ready spaghetti. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the Discord News for this week. We need all the news worth reporting from the facial streets of near Chicago. Hey, Peter Griffin here. No Discord News today. Welcome to the original two minutes of hate. You know what really grinds my gears? Saturday Night Live. I actually turned in to watch the premiere episode, not expecting Jake Novak, but just a joke at his expense. But no, they decided to just ignore it and do one of the worst episodes I have ever seen. This was even worse than the time I hosted Saturday Night Live. Marcelo Hernandez. <laughs> Molly Kearney. Michael Longfellow. Wow. Devin Walker <laughs> and musical guest The Weeknd Peter Griffin I'm sorry, I'm so sorry Holy crap, Lois, I'm hosting Saturday Night Live <laughs> Thank you, thank you I'm happy to be hosting Saturday Night Live <laughs> you guys, check out everything done here. Yeah! You know, it seems to me that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old family values? I'm so sick of this shit. I know, Garfield. I'm going to finish what I started. Ryan, look out! <laughs> oh, no, Ryan! This is insane.
Not so fast. <laughs> hey, Kevin and Grant, I have two questions. Grant, what is your book about? And Kevin, what was the strangest dream you ever had? And Suracha, you are great and really funny, but can you please let us Terry's talk about wrestling for one episode? This year has been the craziest year in professional wrestling history, and I would like it if Asterius gets to talk about it for one episode. Also, what is your favorite Family Guy joke? Is it over? That was a very high-quality voicemail. Thanks to that guy. Thank you, Garfield. That was fucking amazing. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And that was the best voicemail we've ever got. The bar has now been raised very high. I want to see everybody hit that next time, every week, every single week. Wow. That was like two solid minutes of sound effects. Well, just like an ep- it was like, like he was like it was like a chicken fight, you know. Yeah, it was good. It was coordinated. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was like next level. Leaving a voicemail, Kevin. What's what's the weirdest dream you've ever? Had? <laughs> I like that he's like he just didn't know what to ask me. He's like, what, what's the weirdest dream you had? Also, uh, what is your favorite Family Guy joke? <laughs> Right. Actually, I uh, the weirdest dream I ever had. One time when I was in third grade, I had a dream that I got molested by Polymore. <laughs> by by what? Like what? Well, I was like, we were like, all my friends were playing hide and seek in a forest, and like Polyworld was looking for you know the Pokemon Polyworld. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then he like grabs me by my penis and just pulls me out of the bush, <laughs> and, <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> and it hurts so bad, and I woke up. <laughs> anyway, that's my weirdest dream. But you're sorry you asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grant, well, how's that how's the book coming along? Uh it's good. He asked what's it about? Uh yeah. Uh I guess I can I can sort of talk about it a little. It's it's maybe about halfway to two thirds of the way done. Uh I printed okay. off a copy of it. It's seventy three pages long and about uh twenty thousand words so far. So um nice pretty far into it it's the concept of uh it's from the point of it's from the point of view of a guy that's telling you that he's invisible and you can either take him at his word for it or you can assume that he's lying but that it's all the ups and downs of a person that believes themselves to be so and so it's different from other types of like invisible oh the invisible man where he turns like translucent it's just like no a guy that really thinks that he is invisible it's sort of like a you know if you don't look, I'm invisible sort of thing. But, uh, yeah. you know, the the tellings of a guy that believes that of himself and what types of stuff he would get into uh, based on that premise. So it's coming along. Nice. Cool. Neat. And fa- favorite family Thank guy you. joke. Um, I don't there's so like. Oh, so is many. it like more of a one-liner thing? Because I feel like I quote fam- Family Guy nonstop. I mean, there's so many good, this really grinds my gears. And, you know, there's the whole, yeah. uh, there's a character whose entire premise is that he's a pedophile. That's, I guess, funny. Or the evil monkey in the closet. How could we all forget? Uh, so random. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go peanut butter jelly time. Classic. That That is a good Just one. Just like... Just like the internet video, 
I remember how revolutionary right. that was at the time. It's like, that's just like on the computer, but it's on TV and it's Brian. <laughs> ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. I gotta run. Oh my God. Um, I would say my favorite joke was, uh, I don't know, this one popped in my head right away. And it's the one that I actually think is kind of funny, like legitimately. It, it was, of course, a classic Family Guy cutaway moment where he says something. Like, it's like an early episode. He's like, oh, this is worse than the time I got. Uh, I got involved with that bad group of guys, like that bad gang or something. And then it cuts back to like, there's, I guess there's like this commercial from the 80s called the Cavity Patrol. And he was like dressed up in this like big, like, you know, they were like, we make holes in teeth. We make holes in teeth. <laughs> and they're just like these like little like cavity monsters. And one of them is just like Peter in a costume with his his face poking out of the hole. <laughs> I like it because it's random. I like the... uh in the, I think it's the Trump guy one, but where they're like, oh, that's like when they accidentally mic'd up Johnny Depp's bracelets <laughs> in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and you just hear, oh, and it's just like jingle, 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 jingle. That's mm-hmm. I was debating saying that too. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out the most for me right now. Yeah. Well, amazing voicemail. Thank you for that. Um, amazing voicemails all around. I don't mean, I don't mean to just. Uh, you know, say that one was good because hell, nobody's leaving. Nobody left voicemails the last two weeks. I just want to make sure everybody feels. Can't right. play favorites. Yeah, I want to make that sure definitely everybody feels was motivated. the favorite, but we're we're well, pretending yeah, of it's not. It was, yeah. Of course, yeah. But mm-hmm. ne- next week, how about they're all like that, and we don't even do the show. We just <laughs> we just listen to that the whole time. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't I'm complain. I would yeah. not complain. Uh, if that inspired you, give us a call. Our phone number is 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's give, or, oh yeah, if you want to support the show, get a backlog of bonus content, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. I want to give a shout out to one of our oldest patrons this week, uh, Kevin Thomas Shane, who has been a patron since April of 2020. Thank you. And nice name. <laughs> Um, we're also going to be changing around some of the Patreon stuff, I think, soonish. So keep yeah. an eye out. We're going to have an update. Uh, we're just talking some stuff over. Mulling talking over. shop. Yeah, we're talking shop. We'll, we'll, we'll do that off mic, but keep an eye out for updates on that. Patreon.com slash Thought Cops. It helps us out a lot. You know, let's, it gives the show the gas it needs to drive, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarancha, thank you for coming back on the show. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, Space Cop. Bye.